0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the
1: bag did feel a little light. I'm home court, you stand in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? I'm home court, you
0: stand in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? Guinea wanna hang around now see me I'm home caught standing trial why ain't I see you round back when I was down yo it's your boy big court from the holding court podcast today's episode is sponsored by the ice cream man himself master p master crunch cereal uh this is the honey nut toasted oats available in all grocery stores so go to your local grocery store and pick this up and this is a cool collectible box you know what i'm saying so yeah this is pretty dope master crunch cereal go pick yours up salute what's up world it's your boy big court we here on the holding court podcast you already know what it is and today we got a special guest, and y'all already know what it is, man. You know, we got the 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 king hustler, king of the south, king of product, you know what I mean? The ice cream man himself, my big brother, y'all already know what it is,
1: Master P. What's up? What's up, homie? What's going on with you, bro? Oh, man, I can't complain. You know, it's, it's a blessing to be alive. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what everybody need to realize why you're sitting around worrying about what you don't have. Just appreciate you, this pandemic, that you're still here. Mm-hmm. We lost a lot of real soldiers, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's a blessing. Mm-hmm.
0: For yeah. sure, for sure. Well, man, you know, I'm, I'm sure with the people watching and uh, all yeah. my followers, your followers, this was yeah. probably expected, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah So, of course, yeah. I didn't have everybody come through here. I
1: had to have my, my right-hand man come through. Yeah, no, nah, so. I mean, it's love, man. I'm proud of you. Appreciate it. Uh, what you're doing, and people don't realize you got to diversify yeah. your portfolio and everything that you do so when people look at us they see us from the streets and they don't realize that we can change our life and we can do something else and you know you're doing this podcast showing people that you know not only coming from the streets but then coming from you know when people look at you they think oh well this dude just stay in the gym or whatever Mm -hmm. do we have any brains to do yeah right you know but they don't understand that to get to where you at now and the survive and the sustainability mm. that you had to grow and change mentally. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a blessing to see my circle just mm-hmm. growing. Because I tell people all the time, I could show you your future by your friends. Right. And people don't realize a lot of people, they got the wrong people around them. So they can't even blossom and grow because it's just the mentality. And it just, my grandma just tell me that a long time ago. Uh, you are the people who you hang around. Mm-hmm. So you hang around fools, you know, you're going to end up. absolutely. And, and if you hang around people that's thinking outside the box and growing, you're going to grow and get better, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and that's just what life is about. And people don't, people. you know, some people always say, well, P, I, I don't have no friends. Well, you don't have no friends, then, then you need to put your trust and faith in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because you is getting in your way. Mm-hmm. Nobody else gonna get in your way. You can't blame it on nobody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 just the metaphor show me your friends and I can show you your future is not like that. Just that could be family members. It could be whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to know who to cut out of your life to be successful if that's right. what you want. Right. most people just hanging on a cone. I tell them all the time. The pigeons is at the ground trying to get seeds. The eagles are flying high. Yeah. So you you got to know what you want to be. You want to be a pigeon or you want to be an eagle. I like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing I always say, bro, is, you know, life is like mathematics. You know, know what I'm saying? You want to add to your wisdom. Yeah. You want to add your money. You want to add yeah. years to your yeah. life. You yeah. know yeah. what I'm saying? Then you got to learn how to subtract shit out your yeah. life, too. Yeah. And then you got to learn how to divide your time between, yeah. you know, work and your love yeah. So it's yeah. all numbers.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's all about doing the right thing. Yeah. And growing. I tell people all the time, uh... Nobody's perfect. But if you got a good heart and you about doing the right thing, you know, God will bless you. People don't realize even though we come from the streets, I put God before anything. And I know even you look at all the product I have right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't thinking that way 10 years ago, 20 years ago. But I was always thinking I need to do something to mm-hmm. better myself. And I realize product don't talk back. And I realize I don't have to worry about what I did 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I got to keep evolving. I got to keep getting better. I got to keep, you know, outthinking the system, outthinking the haters. Uh, I tell people all the time, man, the haters motivate me. Yeah. Cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> when you hate me, like, P, how you keep going? How you keep reinventing yourself? Yeah. It's the haters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just had a shirt on the other day. God bless everybody that's hating on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bless them. For yeah, real, yeah. bless them. You know, and uh, man, this is temporary success. Mm-hmm. We can't take this with us. Like like I said, we got to celebrate the ones we love while we're here. Your family, you know, your friends, the people that you really love. You have to celebrate them because we, we don't do that as a culture. Right. We, we just initially hate own each other like I don't you know I've never been that type of person I seen dr. Dre be successful I seen 50 cent be successful uh, I, I paid for 50 cent first concert series but I'm happy for him what he was able to do, get the vitamin water deal mm-hmm. uh, Jay-Z get the deal with rock nation the deals he was able to do puffy and then I figured out how to go take over the grocery stores I say I'm, I'm gonna take over the grocery stores mm-hmm. that's gonna be my lane mm-hmm. and people might it might have started with the music and entertainment but I realize now it's all about product with me because with product, we are building economic empowerment. Mm-hmm. And so that's what my life is about, making right. sure that we not only meet at the forefront, just like what you're doing. I want to see thousands of us. hmm at the forefront. Right, where I can right. educate my people and say, "Look, let me give you that game. Take it and run with it." Right, right. And you know what? That's that's the thing. That's the important part of it too, bro. I didn't even want
0: to go through the rigmarole of what you everybody know the story. Yeah. I want to start with now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What what you know what I'm saying? What inspired you to make that transition from music and say, "You know what? I'm going to get off into this product and this growth Well, let, store let me let
1: me let me others. tell you what what made me uh make that transition. Failure I feel that so many things. And so never be afraid to feel those failures is going to motivate you to get to where you need to go. At. You, I always fall with my hands down, pick myself back up and start running. So I'm not afraid to say I took a loss on this. I took a loss on that. But then I, what I did, I educated myself. So it wasn't a loss. It was a lesson. So every time I feel I got better at something, even with the product. You know, one time people talked about the tennis shoes. Mm. I said, you know what? That motivate me to get better. I got to get more quality. Got to get better designers. I did all that. So Mm. I tell people all the time, trust the process. So your failure is what's going to get you to where you need to be at. So you might think that you're done or it's not happening. No, those failures are going to prepare you Mm. for that success. And I think, you know, going through the things I went through in the early stages of my success And happen to start over. Don't be afraid to get back on the horse. Uh, People who lost millions, uh, you know, they end up being billionaires Mm -hmm. because of what they learned on that road. They didn't give up when when most people say it's over. I got to stop. I'm done. Right, right. There's no limit over here. And I don't pray for money. I pray for wisdom. Mm -hmm. So it's all about knowledge and wisdom. Every time I'm educating myself, Mm -hmm. why other people will be giving up, it's over. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, I got into the product side of it, and I said, okay, I already used my celebrity status to be this. Mm-hmm. I've already then paid the way on that end on something else, and now I'm saying, you know what? What's the difference? Why these other cultures and races has so much uh, sustainability? Mm-hmm. They plant seeds through product and pass it down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you had uh, famous Amos. He, he had a cookie company. He's from L.A. He built this big brand, and he made a couple million dollars off, and he ended up selling that company. Then the guys who brought it from him ended up selling it to Nabisco for $2.6 billion just wow. for one cookie company. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, well, this guy did that, but he didn't do the business part of it. Mm-hmm. So imagine if we have the business part taken care of, and we create more than just one product. So I, I got, I, I said, I don't feel like no, no entertainer or rapper or whatever has more product than me. I can't think of one. I, I can't think of one. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I I, what, So think about that. Imagine that. That means the more product I have, the more people I can put on, mm-hmm. the more people I, got, I can employ, mm-hmm. the more people I can give opportunity to, mm-hmm. and, and the more people I can help chase their dreams and their goals. Right, right. And so it's not just about me. And if I put God first, then, I mean, look what I've done the first time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the mindset, and, and not being afraid to say that sh- that you don't know everything. Right. Get get experts. I put a team of experts around me at the same time to build this when I'm building. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba 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 not his brand and i think that's that's where it started from for me like feeling not being afraid to say that i messed up made mistakes Mm -hmm. and get back up and keep running i mean life is not a race it's a marathon right what dictates like
0: i mean you as a business person and i know that you've had multiple multiple businesses yes like what like what dictates what type of businesses you're going to get involved in? Is it like you see? Do you just see a win, or is it something you're passionate about?
1: Nah, it got. I got to be love and passion for me. Okay, like I was able to build these brands because look, I've been eating noodles all my life. So I'm like, why none of us ever owned a noodle company? Right pancakes cereal I've been eating it all my life ice cream mm-hmm. I wear other people's clothes I'm like N- why not make my own I my mean, yada stand for motivating oneself encourage you actively to think independently mm-hmm. and uh a lot of these companies built these brands out of their garage mm-hmm. why we can't do it right right and why do we self-hate on each other and don't give us an That's opportunity what I was about to, go to to, yeah. to uh yeah. to go through that process and get better yeah so we didn't like Nike at first back in the day right we was wearing Adidas and Converse. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden when Jordan got behind that yeah. brand, yeah. we all jumped on it to be like, oh, now we like Nike. Yep. Then all of a sudden we start liking all these other brands, even, even uh, under Armour now. Mm-hmm. Like nobody really liked that until you know Steph Curry was behind it. So mm-hmm. I just think that to be able to have your own brands and be at, being able to, because you look at right now, we are marching for injustice mm-hmm. right now. I'm changing the game because I'm saying, why get out there and march for injustice when it should be about economic empowerment? economic empowerment, exactly. You know, and uh, so I got into the cannabis business, but it's through medical, marijuana, and recreation. Now, the difference is what I have, uh, I got a company called Unlimited. Mm -hmm. And uh, what Unlimited is about, helping veterans be able to be entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. in the cannabis game. And also, I started a new holiday. So y'all know it started with the ice cream shop. So I got my own ice cream shop now, but it's cannabis. Okay. It's exotic ice cream. Yeah. and uh, Is that a local spot out here? It's a local spot in uh, Studio City, and, and we celebrating 520. I know y'all have (laughs) 420, but we have 520. Let me tell you the difference about 520. On 520, we smoking nothing but exotic with the millennials. And let me tell you what it's about. It's called 520 um, Freedom Day, Mm -hmm. Cannabis Freedom Day, 520. Mm -hmm. And what it is, uh, a guy named Fake Vincent Winslow, you can look this up. He's serving a life sentence in Louisiana. For two dollars packs of marijuana. Wow. And he served, he'd been in there since, uh, 08. Damn. And our thing is to help free him, bring attention to that. So yeah. that's why we call it cannabis yeah. freedom day. Okay. And we got the whole world where it's legal jumping aboard. Yeah. And you're going to see us bringing awareness to that. Yeah. And so and on that day on 520 at 520 in the evening on 520, we smoking purple. Yeah. Celebrating this man freedom and why he should be and not just him, but other people that's incarcerated when this has been legalized in over 60 percent.
0: Of America. Yeah, that's crazy because I had a guest, uh, my homeboy Bosco from Compton. Yeah. Uh, they doing a movie on him right now. But he just came home on a 16—well, he got 30 years for getting caught with 1,400 pounds of weed in, like, the early 2000s. But yeah. they let him out last July on a compassionate release because he told the judge that marijuana is being traded on the stock market. Yes. So why am I doing a life sentence?
1: Well, guess what? When Louisiana and these other states catch up, mm-hmm. then— these 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 crimes should be misdemeanors, mm-hmm. especially the guy that only had two twenty dollar bags crazy. on. him. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, I feel like we have to bring awareness to that, and and uh, we able to celebrate that. Also, five twenty, people don't know that's Buster Rhymes' birthday. So I'm like, you know what, Buster Rhymes, come on, <laughs> blow some exotic with yeah, us on five twenty. Okay. 520, yeah. okay. You know? And and we can invite anybody from the from your show. Yeah. You know, five twenty. Yeah. Come, we we celebrate and we starting at the ice cream shop first because of COVID. Then next year we're turning this to a full festival. Okay. And so you're going to be having festivals everywhere where it's legal, Mm -hmm. celebrating 520 because you know... Five twenties is more than four twenties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Real talk. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but this legalized. This for yeah. real. This the yeah. real game I'm giving y'all right yeah. now. Yeah, And That's and funny. and when and when you talk about five <laughs> twenties, I mean you want five twenties or four twenties? Yeah. Cool. No, all right. hey, I'm gonna take the five. Okay, well take what the what five, and then and and if you look at it, it's just another holiday. Yeah. Well, they smoking regular on four twenty. We smoking exotic on <laughs> yeah, five twenty. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm gonna go by Snoop and see what he could do with this, this yeah. exotic on yeah. five twenty on on his holiday to, to free a lot of our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. that shouldn't be on life sentences. Should be on yeah. uh, that, that should have been a misdemeanor. This Absolute. guy should have been wrote a ticket. Absolutely. If that was in California, yep. it wrote him a ticket and told exactly. him going about if, your business if even that
2: you yeah know what i mean yeah that's crazy i mean you do still have people in california doing time for weeks. yeah and that and no way and, and that's what we're gonna
1: we're gonna bring attention to that
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: you know even here in california even they lit out sixty thousand 000 people
2: mm-hmm.
1: that has been lit out yeah you know since it's been legalized here mm-hmm. but it's still some still in there that makes no sense yeah
0: you know, I want to lean into something that you said just a little while ago, too, when you was talking about the hate that comes with yes. us in general. Yes. Man, why do you think that we deal with each other so heavy handedly in everything? You know, well, because, on the streets and, yeah.
1: you know, with everything. Yeah, well, you know, uh, so you had the millennials mm-hmm. and you have Generation Z. Mm-hmm. Generation Z don't care about nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the millennials, they like, whatever, yeah. if I ain't got it, you shouldn't have it. Yeah. And so, you know, that's we've been programmed like that. Other cultures have been programmed to pass down money from generation right. to generation. Right. We are uneducated. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We're a culture that's uneducated and we angry and mad. Yeah. We angry and mad because we don't have none, but we don't realize we all have 24 hours. Right. So whatever you do with your 24 hours is going to dictate your future. Mm -hmm. So you have to stop hating on why you hating somebody else coming up with ideas. Like I tell people, you could be mad at me for what I did 20 years ago. I'm not making money off of what I did 20 years ago. I'm getting better. I'm figuring out other things. So I don't have time to hate on nobody. Right. And I just think the people that are unsuccessful, they got too much time on their hand because they don't even understand. Because this is what people tell me all the time. Well, P, you could say that because you're already successful. You got all this. But where do you think I came from? Right. You was around me when I had yeah. nothing. Yeah. I'm trying to make it, yeah. but I kept chasing my dream and my right. goals. And put, It's like an athlete. I tell my kids this. I got my, my kids, Hurst and Mercy, they're one of the top, two of the top basketball players in high school in the country. But I tell them, you're not going to be successful if you don't put the work in. Yeah. You don't work, you don't eat. So people want to be successful, but they don't want to put the work in. Right. They want to complain, complain, be angry and mad and upset and get you in entitled. So if you have something you deserve, you're supposed to give them what you have. Yeah. And when they get something, when they get something, nobody going to give you anything. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got to look at life like that and say, we can't focus on the negativity Mm. where where you got the people that really don't want nothing. Yeah. You know, that it's they really going to play themselves out. Yeah, like you, I mean, like
0: you always taught us, bro. You know what I'm saying. I don't cut players; players cut yeah. themselves. But yeah. you know one thing, Pete. That's that's hard. Like with us, like in No Limit in the beginning, like you always say, like everything you be. You know, you've always led the charge. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if it's a generational thing or just a character thing. Yeah. But we believed in something.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you put, you set. Well, you had the a, you had a chain of command. Yeah. Like this generation don't have Why they don't believe in nothing? Because everything is immediate. Like they don't have a bigger vision. There's too many Indians and no chiefs. Yeah. That's what it is. And so we grew up In a chain of command Mm -hmm. type of brotherhood and familyhood to where we was like, if you're the boss, you're the boss. I'm not trying to do your job. Right. Because everybody can't be the boss. Exactly. And I think this generation realized when they see this stuff on the internet on TV, everybody think they could do that. Even what I do, I think a lot of people around me used to be upset with me. When I, I allow people to leave, like if you don't want to be here, <laughs> right. I don't want you to be here. Like that's go do what that's you gotta how do. I run my shit and, I never, yeah. and I never I never held somebody back. I'm mm-hmm. like, go and blossom, go fly, do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. The ones that did the right thing, we're still friends now. Mm-hmm. The ones that waste their money and lost and did whatever they had to do, what they wanted to do, I allowed them to go get money from other places. Mm-hmm. But you know, the sad thing about it is when you look in the hip hop world. We only complain to the few people that we know are bosses. Mm-hmm. We don't complain to like these major record companies. Mm-hmm. You, we don't see those that's, as being a problem. None of those guys never sit down and ate with the artists, mm-hmm. hung out with the right. artists. So right. soon as something happens, they go on and do other business. They're not accountable for whatever artist right. life right. ends up being. Right. But if you like on the forefront, mm-hmm. In and, 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 and you actually mingling and being a part of... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive.
0: Bada At participating McDonald's.
1: These all these lies, then you get blamed for... It's like you're supposed to be responsible for them for the rest of their life. That's like your kid, right? Right. If your kid want to leave home and go do what he got to do... Yeah. Then he grown, or uh, she grown. They they got to be responsible for themselves. Absolutely. But I think this generation of artists, they don't want to be responsible. They want to blame it on, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't do this. That's why I'm not. So you got to realize in the music business, a career only lasts three to five years. That's big careers. Mm-hmm. So if you last longer than that, so anybody watching this and listening to this, if you're an artist, if you could get some money in that three to five year time period you better start investing your money into something else because you can't blame it on so imagine the ones that signed to those major labels Mm -hmm. they don't blame it on nobody Mm -hmm. they just leave and go back to the ghetto go do whatever they got to do right and and that's why i said we need a union for Mm hip-hop because there's no exit strategy Mm -hmm. because our our culture only blame whoever they see in the middle of the record companies, because if you look at even from Jay Z to Puffy to Dr. Dre or whatever, right, they still middlemen mm-hmm. in those companies. Yeah, we was talking about that. Yeah, so I, yeah. so think about it. Yeah. You 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 never see nobody argue with Jimmy Iovine or none of those right. other people that's right. in charge of right. Arista Records or Sony or none of that stuff. You, they never mad at them. Right. I mean, from the girls to, to to the guys, they are never mad at them. They just go on. I don't care who who they are. You could be Mariah Carey or whatever. Mm-hmm. After that contract is up, you move on. It's just business. Mm-hmm. You only see it in our culture where people are upset with each other because they're not where they need to be at 10, 20 years ago after they record. So I'm telling you that music is going to slow down. Right. Michael Jackson cooled off. Yeah. Yeah. He only got hot again after he died. Right. In which our culture don't understand that they're going to promote you and love you after you gone. Like they'll buy all this up when yeah. I'm not around. Right. But while I'm here, they're like, here, they man, great. I don't really. Yeah. But guess what? Now, all of a sudden, you know, when you look at Nipsey Hussle, people really wasn't going to the store like that. They start going passionately yep. after he yep. was gone. Yep. His music starts selling passionately. Right. Even DMX. DMX music went up 700%. That's crazy. And I'm like, it's the same music. That's crazy, because even with Victory Lap, it didn't even do all of that when it came out. It it pretty much... Man, let me tell you something. I know Nip, right? And he was upset about that. Mm -hmm. You know, because he had to do a deal with a record company thinking this was the way out. And you know, he's always thought independent Mm -hmm. because that's what I told him. But he, he came down to the end, he was like, Boss, I gotta do this deal with Atlantic mm-hmm. and it ain't what I wanna do, but right. he thought that was the way. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Even when he was alive, it still wasn't the way. Yeah. Now it ended up being massive after he passed. It's crazy. So he didn't even get a chance to see the celebration, right. what what how people loved him and yeah. cared about him and the love they showed.
0: Yeah. I mean, humans just, in you know, in general, bro, like, that's why I created this platform, to be honest with you, bro. It was to bring people on. Yeah. To give them their flyers now normalize yeah. that shit. You yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. too, like, even with the passing of DMX, you yeah, know what I'm saying? What you said was
1: some real shit spinning yeah.
0: off of that of yeah. it being some type of union. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's
1: like. Well, people don't want to hear the truth. We know that DMX uh, was doing a lot of stuff in his life that he shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, drugs, people don't realize this, the truth, the truth hurt. Drugs really killing a lot of our culture. Yeah. A lot of the great ones that we done lost, let's be honest, drugs did it. A lot of people, that's incarcerated right now. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to a, uh, the warden of a prison, and I said, warden, why are most of these people here? He said, 90% of these people are good people. They're here because of drugs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't even know the crimes they commit because they was high." Yeah. And 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 even getting into the situations that they got into. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of I mean, I I went to the prison and, and sit down with a guy that was doing the radio. I mean, it was the nicest guy you ever want to meet. And I asked the wall, what did he do? He said he killed two people. But mm. well, he getting his life back together. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. this was the nicest guy I ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he was out of his mind, he was high that night. Yeah. He didn't even know he killed the people. Wow. Wow. And so that's what I'm saying that, you know, and then you get a rehabilitation stage in your life to where this guy has been. He, I think he's been in jail for over thirty something years. Damn. So he's going up on on onto on the board trying to, yeah. you know, let him know he changed his life and you know. Yeah. But it was all about drugs. But even
0: when you talk about drugs, though, when you peel those
1: layers back, it's deeper than drugs. Because
0: now we talk about mental health. Yeah, well, Cause, I mean. Because what kind of shit? Because usually when people get into drugs, yeah. they're usually self-medicating for something.
1: Yeah, mental health is is, yeah. is, is a lot of that going on, Big Corp. But at the same time, we are self-medicating. Yeah. So that's what the drugs for. right? right. So when you self-medicate, no matter but you still drugs. Yeah. yeah. So but you got go to go to the, the root of the problem. So now yeah, it's like yeah, in I our culture. It. I mean, the, 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 the I think the root of the problem is not being afraid to say tell the truth. Mm-hmm. So imagine if somebody got a mental issue. Mm-hmm. Is they gonna tell you they got a mental issue? No, they trying to deal with it, acting like this. Or somebody worried about something. Mm-hmm. So right. you know a lot of a lot of our culture are worried. So they thinking, okay, well, whether it's the bills or whatever, yeah, yeah. they think if they go get high, they are gonna get rid of the bill. No, you just created another bill another problem, and yeah. now you now you got a habit. Yeah. At the same time, so I just think, and, and it's a lot. Don't get me wrong, mental issues is is is. It's real in our culture, in our community, yeah. and it's I mean, taboo for us to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, no, but people too. don't want to talk about that. Yeah. They they rather uh, sugarcoat it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I just think that we gotta we gotta look at life. We gotta keep praying, man. Yeah. We, we 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 are lost as a culture. Yeah. And then you know when you talk about the millennials and you talk about Generation Z, you yeah. know a lot of this is crack babies hmm and 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 it's a lot of mothers that are lost a lot of fathers that are lost mm-hmm. and then now kids are angry because they don't have no parents yeah and so we can't be angry about that like I grew up with my grandparents mm-hmm. and uh I tell people all the time be just thankful for what you got in there and if you don't have that support system like you think you should have mm-hmm. what about just being thankful for life yeah. and you got to break that that uh, stereotype, right? To where you can change this right. for your family
2: and for your culture. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a I want to rewind. Though I, want, I got a question because you yeah. said he was there at the beginning when you had nothing. Yeah. I've been rocking with this dude for 20 years. What, yeah. what was the young court like, though? I'm talking like what what made you go get pick
1: him up and get him? The, the young court was wild, man. Yeah. He, he was hanging with wild people. Yeah. You know, when I first met him, I told him I, I really wasn't going to mess with him. I said, but you got to get rid of the dude that's around you. Yeah. So, and, and he understood that. Mm-hmm. And when he understood that, I was able to, you know, be around him. Because me, I'm already trying to get out of something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm already in the mud. I got a, one foot in the mud I'm trying to get out. Yeah, yeah. And then he got three feet in the mud. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I'm on my way to. Yeah, you working against You know team. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I try to do all kinds. No, he ain't. He wasn't as big as he was now. <laughs> so he was a little slim dude. We played basketball. I'm pushing him around, throwing him on the ground, all kind of stuff. You, man, not, you manhandling him? Did I manhandle him? Come he on, did. Manhandle. He got on that and got milk of me. You know what I'm saying,
2: Come on, bro. Got,
1: so the thing about it was love. It's like yeah. you know you are trying to yeah. that tough love. You trying yeah. to show your your little homie like, yeah. bro. If you don't change, you are gonna be gone. Like a lot of dudes around us got killed at yeah. young ages. Yep. Like our goal was to let it be 19. People mm-hmm. don't realize that. Mm-hmm. That was a goal. At, at the 19, you were OG. Yep. You know, and so him being around. He, he, he had a lot of ambition in him, a lot of hustle in him. But the thing was, once, once he seen what was bad for him, because you got to look at the poison, too. It ain't just the good. People always say, you know, it's God and it's the devil. Yeah. So it's the only two sides you could be on. You won't be on the godless side, you won't be on the devil's side. Mm-hmm. That's it. And so when he started realizing that he wanted to live, I was able to open my own, man, let's go yeah. run. Let's go make some moves. And I think that's what life is about, and, and not being afraid to, to look at the truth. Because yeah. I could have sugar-coaled him like, man, you know, that's good. You thugging. Uh, yeah. Nah, man. ain't like, Bro, we about to go make some money. Yeah. We yeah. about to go. We about to go build an empire. It's been times where I've been on bullshit. You know oh, yeah. that, and I call you. Yeah, yeah.
0: You, you know, what I'm saying talk me down,
1: <laughs> talking off the ledge. Yeah, you know. You know what and there's some people around yeah. our crew. Will be man, go handle it. And I'm like, dog, you got a family. Yeah. That's why I'm saying yep. you. You got to look at the yep. people you
2: hang around. That's funny because I had them same conversations with them sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we talk about guests for this show, I'm like, hey, yo, it's just chill. Like, you know what I mean? We yeah. try to do this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, but that's what life is about. It's about growing. Mm-hmm. And I and I, and I'm I'm proud of you, dog. The honest God. with I you, appreciate because uh, this man came a long way. I came a long way. But when you know God and you know that God got a different path for you, you don't have to be the toughest guy in the room, right? Like he he's not trying to be the toughest guy in the room. Nah. He could be, yeah. You know, yeah. even when people testing, you know what I'm I've saying. It's it. like he, everybody <laughs> gonna TV get tested. Everybody will get tested yeah. in this world. Cause that's people always think that since you don't look like the tough guy, the yeah. bad guy. Yeah. You know what I, what I, what I love about us, we ain't trying to be that. We just stand up when we have to. Right. So that's a difference. Like that's a, a real man. That's gangster to me. Cause you ain't got to run around acting yeah. like you're the tough. Guy. Yeah. Do you? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Somebody taking care of their kids, taking care of their family and handling their business and being responsible but can't stand up when you need to. That's a real man. Yeah, that's gangster. You know, and, 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 and this man ain't complaining about whatever or worrying about what somebody else got. I mean, that's being a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think a a lot of people don't get a chance to do that because they so busy worrying about what this one got, that one got, why I don't have this. Go get it. Yeah. You know? Nobody stopping you. Nobody stopping you but you. Yeah. Think about it. And all the time that you sit back and try to be something you're not. Because when you try to be the toughest guy in the world, where you going to end up at? Dead or in prison?
0: Man, listen. I always tell youngsters, right? When I go talk to kids and young guys, I always tell them, look, man, the, the, the penitentiary full of tough niggas. Yeah. But the, you know what I'm saying? And the the cemetery full of tough niggas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we the know penitentiary little... is full of niggas that had to show them tough niggas what yeah, time it was. Yeah. So it's a lose-lose Man, situation. Man, we
1: know, we know a lot. Of, I'm talking about some of the most dangerous people you ever want to mm-hmm. meet mm-hmm. already dead. Yep. And you like, how did they get killed? yeah Because the people knew they was dangerous. Yep. They ain't going to give they them know a chance. They to come. They going to buy They like. They know how to come. And, and it's like, <clears throat> what about just having some compassion for somebody else's life. Right. You'll live longer. Right. And I, and I think that's what the streets taught me, being able to keep your word mm-hmm. and uh, live on your word. And, mm-hmm. and in order to get respect, you got to give respect. Absolutely. And so not being afraid to give the people that came before you mm-hmm. respect. So I always from the Lil J's mm-hmm. to, to Tony Drapers to the Uncle Luke, those guys came before me. So it's not about me. Mm -hmm. And so when, 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 when our people, you know, give me the title, the king of the South, uh, the ice cream man, you know, I have to give those guys that respect that came before me and, and after them, then I came, Mm -hmm. but I was able to open up the doors a little more because everybody might. So even in life, I, I, I might have a big house, but somebody else got. A house 10 or 20 times the size of mine. Do that make me want their house? No. Right. Thankful for what you have. I'm thankful for what I have and appreciate it, know that I got something nice. And this is in my means. And I should be thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. But some people get caught up into, oh, man, let me tell you something. I went visit one of my friends the other day. He got the biggest house in the world. It's 105,000 square foot. God damn. It's an amusement park. Is bigger than an amusement park. Man. But guess what? I don't want his house, but I'm happy I could celebrate him. Yeah. His house costs $550 million. I'm just happy to know that I know somebody like that, yeah. that I can go knock <laughs> on his door and say, Look, man. Let me get (laughs) a hundred million. (laughs) You need some pancakes? Hey, hey, it's it's levels to the shit. Cause I go to his shit and feel the same way. (laughs) You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? But think about it. it. (laughs) But we all excited for our friends and the people around us. We happy for them. We not like, Oh, I want that house. No, you don't know what, what goes with that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know the bills. If somebody house costs $550 million, then then what type of monthly bills they got to pay to keep it going. So that's what I'm saying is like it. It's it's not for everybody. Yeah. But look at the hustle that this man did to put himself in that mm-hmm. position to be able to maintain a
2: lifestyle like right, that. Right, right. You're, you're supposed to celebrate people, though, because, again, we've been rocking for 20 years. He ain't yeah. never heard, You know what I mean? We ain't never talked to each other like that. Why you got an elevator in the house, Corey? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. We just oh. get after the bag.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what life is about because every—so you got to imagine with me, I don't have to ride around in a nice car every day. Mm-hmm. I could ride around in my truck and still be cool. I don't have to fly on a private jet. Right. I could right. go on a regular plane. Now, if I yeah. need to go on a private jet, I could go on yeah, one. we have. And I, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's what I'm saying. So you got to be happy in your own skin. Yep. You got to be happy with yourself. Exactly. You know, because you're never going to be happy trying to beat somebody else or mm-hmm. what they have you. You envy it or you're jealous of nah. it. And I think that's what life is about for people that can't see the big picture. Right. You'll never get out of the ruckus that you in mm-hmm. because you're too busy putting time in, worried about somebody, somebody else. else. So when I go to this guy's house that's that big, I go, man, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait to get back home because this is a lot of bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I know I'm what my bills yeah, is. That's yeah. what I'm looking at. I know what my bills go. Yeah. So I can imagine... What this guy, that, that's crazy to hear you say that. I say the same shit about you. Yeah I say the same shit yeah. about you. That's how life goes. But shit. guess what? They going to buy it. You you appreciative for what you have. Yeah. That's how you could be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you you to think about it, so you know one thing, whatever your bills is, yeah. Imagine what my bills is, and you know, I, can this, I can imagine what this I can imagine what this guy bills is. I'm like, I don't want them problems, hey, not right now. I told him that I'd be like, yeah, this shit nice, bro. Phew, <laughs> yeah, you to me, you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah.
0: So, yeah, but you know what? That's funny that you say that, bro. Because I always say, man, but at the end of the day. Real is from the heart, not from yeah. the pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, when you real, regardless of whatever money you yeah. have or
1: don't have. Yeah. Well, you, so let me tell you, you something know? about being real. You have to know where you are in life mm-hmm. to be able to survive or get better. You can't fool yourself. Right. And some people think real is about showing the world how tough you is. No. Nah. Like being real is just being able to balance yourself uh, put yourself in a better position, and even prepare. So you know if you're not in a good position in life what you need to do mm-hmm. to get better. Yeah. So that means you got to work 10 times. It's almost like being an athlete. Mm-hmm. So everybody want to be LeBron James, but they don't want to put the they work in that put LeBron James. But yeah. then A step curve. Step cover, shoot 1,500 mm-hmm. shots a day. Mm-hmm. Show me what athlete in the NBA really putting up 1,500 shots. Right. But they they want to be, oh, I want to be a sharpshooter. Yeah. But this is what it takes to be a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. And th- that's what I, I thats what I love about my kids. I'm like, you know what? You don't have to be number one right now. Mm-hmm. But if you keep putting this type of work in, because mm-hmm. think about it. Steph Curry went to Davidson. Right. Uh, that was a mid-major college. Mm-hmm. And he ended up being one of the top players in the NBA. Uh, Damon Little, mm-hmm. he went to another mid-major college, and he's one of the top players. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Morant, nobody even thought he was going Mm-hmm. be ranked or play never was. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's one of the top players mm-hmm. in the league because of the work mm-hmm. that these guys put in. That's the same thing as being an entrepreneur or a businessman. Absolutely. Being mm-hmm. an entrepreneur is not for everybody. Right. Being a boss is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And think about it. If you get to that level, you're going to need good people to work with you and to work for you. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't understand. Everybody want to be the boss. Because they hear these songs and say, I'm, yep. I'm the boss. They don't and have the, a reference point or You know, with the, uh, it you, you understand the sacrifices this man yeah. Have made. Yeah. Just like we talk about this guy with a hundred and five thousand square foot house. You imagine the sacrifices he have to make mm-hmm. to keep all this going. Mm-hmm. Even putting this together, the 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 uh the workers and the team to build something like that. Crazy. Yeah. And so if you're gonna be the boss, you can't talk it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people tell me they want, they better than me or they want, I'm saying that's fine, but what are you doing? Right. Cause I ain't talking. Right. I got product.
0: <laughs> a lot of people don't see, you know what I'm saying? Cause they on the outside looking in, you yeah. know what I mean? So a right. lot of times, you know they always say, "Damn, that's crazy, man." P your homeboy, woo, 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 man, he got this. I'm like, dude, this dude, but he wake up at like five o'clock, yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> like the Energizer but yeah. He he, he yeah. move. Yeah. Like this, this dude move. Yeah. He work. It's I, yeah. you know, because I know yeah. the sacrifices and yeah. the time and the effort and the you know the the discipline. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. to do it even when it's hard. Oh yeah, know?
1: even even when you don't make nothing for for right? a couple of years, people don't realize. Right. rap snacks. Yeah. This took twenty something years. Mm-hmm. You know. Me and James been working at this for a while. This when nobody else believed. Mm-hmm. So this this didn't happen overnight. Some people left. Some people didn't want to be on the bag. Not everybody want to be on the bag. We we don't have enough <laughs> flavors <crazy>. to put
0: <laughs>
1: all the stars. Like even right yeah. now, you know, a, a lot of the entertainers because you know we put Biggie on the bag. Mm-hmm. Everybody expect now Nipsey and Pot. And you know these my dudes. Mm-hmm. But they estates. It's hard to deal with. You gotta go and try to deal with their states. With with, with our biggie, his mom yeah. was able to deal with her. And then we gave money back to his foundation. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these other guys is hard. Everybody wants people on the bag, but like yeah. you're dealing with a state now when right. you're not here. Right. So you imagine if Nip was a rock man, big dog put me on there. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it'd be nothing. But right now, when, when we lose people, it's hard to put other people on the bag mm-hmm. because of their states controlling this, and so those are some of the things we got to ch- talk about now as successful people, mm-hmm. as building family trust and be- building building that, knowing okay, where where am I going to put my money into? Who am I going to leave my money to? Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about building generational wealth. Then you got to have a plan in the states, yeah. In which we don't yeah. even think about that, right? Right, and so.
2: Uh, I- the the way things move is cra- like Hasbro owns Death Row now.
1: Yes, that's think cra- about that's it. crazy. See that a toy company, like- a toy company owned Death Row. Now that's you crazy. would never even imagine that Hasbro.
2: How did the estate lose that? Like, how, like I or think where should, did move?
1: he didn't even show up. It was by default. Like he just didn't care. He just you know. Yeah. What I'm well, I guess I, after you get been beat down for so. <laughs> hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. But that's why I say the education part Mm -hmm. is so important. So anybody could have money. Yeah. But education and knowledge is the way you build wealth. Yeah. And so that's what we have to do now because we can all uh, obtain some type of wealth with our talent. Yeah. But now we have to start educating ourselves before we get that money. Yeah. And that's what they know. They like they sitting back waiting like he won't have that so long. We will take that. Because he's man. uneducated. Real Think talk. About it. I
0: always say, man, rich obtains, but wealth sustains. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Well, we
1: got to stop playing yeah. checkers and start playing chess. Yeah. Because when you're playing chess, you're thinking the next move. Yeah. Checkers, you just jumping. Yeah. And that's what we we just want to get to the money, want to get to the bag. If you listen, listen to every rapper right now, they won't get to the bag. Yeah. So, okay, once you get to the bag, then what? Yeah. Because there's a lot you're going to have to deal with. Right. Because once you get to a certain level financially, then the system is watching you. Yeah. And so if you, if, you if, if you're not prepared with the right team of accountants and business people, mm-hmm. then, you know, and I tell you all the time, you know, even financial advisors, you got to watch them because yeah. they know you don't know nothing know about it. No, they run so circles around. That's you. the ones who are going to steal it from you. Yeah, that's who going to get the bag. You did all that to get the bag. And all of a sudden, that financial advisor really got the bag. Yeah. <laughs> <Not your laughs> yeah. bag. He got your bag. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I mean, education is. Yeah,
0: it's so important. Let me ask you this, bro. So, you know, as we were talking about Generation Z and the yeah. millennials, like what you know, we try to talk to the youngsters, but when you yeah. look at what's going on with like NBA young boy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And why do you think that they are so misguided and they won't listen?
1: Well, because when I talk about Generation Z, you talk about these are the guys that are controlling the bag for their family. Mm-hmm. So now you have parents and and grandparents and Uncles, And not saying his family is the Mm -hmm. part of that, but I'm just telling you that is normally how it is. Mm -hmm. Like you got to depend on your kids now. That's the worst position to be in. That's why I work so hard. Like I do not want to depend on my kids. I don't care how much money they make, how big they get. I do not want to depend That's on them. That's an
0: interesting dichotomy. I never thought about so, that because
1: what they're going to tell the kids. Because think about it. You, need, you need a parent to tell you what to do, especially yes. at that age, 18, 19, yes. 20. You think you've grown, but you're really not. Nah. And so your parents need to be, but if you making the money, I, I'm, I don't watch you. you just, you're talking about NBA, young boy, but I'm talking about real NBA players yeah. that just switched it up once they got the money. The yeah. parents got to depend on them. Wow. They no longer controlling the households. Mm-hmm. So I watch some NBA guys that, man, just turn once they got that bread. Wow. And once they got that bread, they become the parents because mm-hmm. now the parents depending on what they give them. Mm-hmm. I never want to be in that position. That's crazy. You know, I never want to be in that position. That's why I hustle yeah. and come up with, <laughs> with other yeah. avenues. And I so talk about diversifying your portfolio Yeah, because business is like the rain or snow. You never know when you're going to get a sunny day or it's going to... Yeah. Be a cold day. Yeah. So you got to be prepared for the ups and downs. Right. Absolutely. Especially if you're an entrepreneur. Absolutely. So imagine if you're just a parent yeah. and you you invested everything in your kid. hmm So if you look at it, uh, even if you look at, you know, God bless the day, Kobe Bryant, I mean, his parents, when you go back and look at it, what, what they was going through.
2: hmm
1: And that's just because of, you know, and, and, and don't get me wrong, Jelly Bean, I played when he's a good dude. hmm But. Once you get to a level of life to where you you don't have the control mm-hmm. financially, then you become the kid, yeah, right which is right. It's sad, but in our culture that's that's what normally happens. yeah, yeah, so I mean and, and now that's why I'm saying we got to educate the parents, yeah it's almost like, say for instance, if you had pets in your house, mm. Mm-hmm. That pet got to know that you the boss. That's right. the only way it's going. Yeah, for sure. Do whatever you tell it to do. hmm Whenever that pet realizes that you're not the boss, he going to go bite somebody or do something. <laughs> yeah. You going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Right? Imagine a kid. Mm-hmm. Because we all have, like, none, none of us is exempt from pain with our kids and our family. Because you, you could raise the oh, kid man. right all the time, yeah. and that kid will run yeah. out and go man. turn and do something you crazy. You know, me but, and you didn't have plenty of conversations. Yeah, and that's, and yeah. that's life. Yeah. But I'm saying, yeah. but imagine if that kid had the mindset. So I think first we got to teach these kids who God is at a young age. Mm-hmm. Because you never know how they're going to go. I mean, the the devil is the father of the So the the devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. Absolutely. So if we could take these kids at an early stage and start giving them that knowledge of who God is and then feed them biblically Mm -hmm. and then prepare them that this is not about money. Right. Like family over everything. Like we're doing this together. Mm -hmm. Let's grow in this success together as a family. And I think that's where the disconnect come. Cause now the kid around you all that time, but now the kid just want to get away. Right. Other cultures, kids do not want to get away. Mm-hmm. They, they want to help build and add value to the family. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we have to teach these kids at a young age. Yeah. And so instead of letting them just play the mm-hmm. video games right. and all this stuff all day, like you're going to have to, I mean, us, all of us, like, cause we, you know, we, we, we all have some good kids and some bad kids. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you got a number of <laughs> Yeah, right, <laughs> you right, know? right. So, nah, man, it's just, it's a blessing that I'm able to uh, to experience yeah. some light with my kids. Yeah. But uh, everybody going through it, man. So, like, even the parents, the parents could have did everything they... Right, they do so. You yeah. can't blame it just on the nah, parents. Nah, because I always say, man, our kids don't belong to us like that. Like yeah. we just
0: vessels, yeah. By which way they come into the world, yeah. but see, they grow up and become their own people, yeah. Their own ideas, yeah.
1: After They're after twelve, people. they say in the Bible, you you got nothing to do with them. They they yeah. they, they they on their own, yeah. I so mean, they are gonna be accountable for their own sins I mean, after twelve. Charlie
0: Manson had parents, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer had yeah. parents, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Be, so
1: so you know, yeah. I, I just think, uh we need to educate our kids yeah. at a younger age yeah, and uh, show them who God is. And I think that then it's out of our hands, whatever happens, right, right. whatever direction they steer. I mean, your life either going to be a tragedy mm-hmm. or a testimony. Testimony. Yeah. And hopefully that we have more testimony than
0: than, than tragedies. What do you think? So when you talked about diversification, what do you think about this whole
1: hype with the cryptocurrency? What do you feel about that? I think if if you don't know it, then don't put a lot of money into it, cause like I said, when I do business, I do it behind passion and stuff I love. When you're trying to flip something, then you know you better put a small amount <laughs> in. It's almost like going to, to the casino. Yeah. I don't know about this game I'm playing, so I might put a little money on. I might win. Mm-hmm. So if I could get my money back and put my money in my pocket, I'm gonna give y'all some free game. So it's gambling. Mm-hmm. Cryptocurrency to me is gambling. Mm-hmm. So if you could get and you don't know it, put a little money into it, mm-hmm. and you make some money, then you take your money out that you made, mm-hmm. that you first put up, mm-hmm. and now you only playing with money playing that- House money. House money, see, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's we what That in Vegas, every time. Stock market, Vegas, mm-hmm. that's the key to success, yeah. because the system is set for you to lose. So especially if you didn't get it in the beginning. Right, right. So everybody now, everybody's, oh, cryptocurrency. I wanna be a part of it, but guess what? It' been around so long now. You're not at the very beginning, mm-hmm. so yeah. the, I I see what scares me. I seen a a a, a, a Asian guy put up a hundred million dollars when it first started. He lost all his money. He jumped in front of a train. Damn. So he lost everything he had. Damn. But he would he, probably be up now
0: though if he had. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah. But how could he hold on? Because yeah. it it was all he lost it all. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's what I'm saying, jumping in with everything that you have. I mean, that was. This is not intelligent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I guess the guy couldn't go home and tell his family that he lost it all. Wow. And you got to start over. But I don't mind starting over because. You ain't a real hustler till you lost it. Yeah, uh, get it back. If you look yeah. at it all, the, I keep telling you, yeah. all the successful people them fell off the hearts.
0: All of them. Yep. and
1: got back on. Now you go look at it, every last one of them that really created wealth from the bottom and, and went through the struggles and the pains. Yep. They done got something, got to one level. So if, you, if you're if a thousand there, you're trying to get to a million yeah. there, you, you, now you don't you <laughs> lost to get there. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, I ain't doing this no more. Uh, yeah. Or you the lost millions. Now you got yeah. to billions because of what you lost. Yep. I, that's, and that's why I said it's not a loss, it's a lesson. Yeah. So now you educating yourself
2: mm-hmm.
1: to get to the next level. Right. And I think a lot of us don't want to go through that in life. Well, you, I need to educate myself. No, I, I know it all. Yeah. Stop being a know-it-all. Right, right. And, and even tell yourself no sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're your worst enemy. Yeah. And so keep being a yes man to yourself, putting yes people around you, you're going to
0: lose. Right, right. I always say the smartest person in the room is the person that knows that they're not the smartest person yes. in
1: the room. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what my life has been about. People don't realize uh, knowing what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And go and find the people that do know, right? And we, like that. T- we And we team up mm-hmm. to create something massive. Mm-hmm. You
0: so,
2: ain't
1: never said that to me. You saved that for the podcast.
2: We talk a lot. Saved, you saved ain't never said podcast. that to me. <laughs> well, you got it now. That was a good one. <laughs> you got it now. All right, so you keep good people around you. Yes. And that, now, now that now Court Dog is gone, I met Court Dog too, but he's he gone. Now this big Court. Yeah. And you know, we've been around at his house doing the interview with you or, yeah. or the Chewy Show or the yeah. being in Universal City doing a thing. Yeah. But what is Court's function now with, with with Pete? Like what what is is he just the new action star bully in the movie? Like I've been asking him. I've been asking yeah. him what do. Yeah, no nah, I see him everywhere. Nah,
1: to be honest with you, the be honest with you is about growing. Like Cortez really grew as far as knowing what, what he wants out of life. And I think that all of us have big plans and dreams and goals. I've never been a dream killer. Man, go chase it. Go get what you got to do. I mean, look what he's doing now. He's thinking outside the box. And uh, he's able to control this because this is what he loved to do. I told court a long time ago, I'm like, bro, like you intelligent. You're not just no street dude. Like you, you really can communicate right. and talk to people and you have a heart, You're compassionate. Like you compassion. Like, yeah, you will test some stuff up, but at the same time yeah, that you, real. you, did tell me yeah, that. you a person with, with compassion about mm-hmm. other lives. So mm-hmm. you will connect. He he can connect with the Oprah Winfrey's to whoever, mm-hmm. you know, just by somebody. So you got to imagine with Courtney right now, This he's a fish out the water right now mm-hmm. because nobody expect him to be. Doing this, right, and that's how that's how you win. Like right. when when you're doing something unique and it's different. Mm-hmm. And so I just think his destination, he haven't made it yet. So he's on that journey. It's like me when I first got into the music bin I was a basketball player. Mm. I didn't know I was going to be in the music business, right. Sort to him right now, he probably didn't know he was going to be doing <laughs> right, this. Right. So I was talk. all like, Real I'm about talk. to be the biggest basketball star in the <laughs> yeah, world. I'm yeah. going. Next thing you know, I got hurt. I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's funny where the game take you. like. Yeah. No, but you, you, you got to allow it to take you. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why they call it destination. So when you get in your car, you know, yeah. you, you, when, you, when, you, when you turn that map on, actually, yeah. ask you where you want to go. Sometimes you, you, you might not go where you think you're going at because the destination might change. It might be a, a wreck on the road or whatever. Then you go and weigh way somewhere else and you see something else. You're like, oh, man, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what our life has been about is like growing, being there for each other, but also being able to invest in yourself. Like, like yep. I feel like No Limit is a university. Yeah. And that's the same thing with Snoop. Snoop had his destination. He, he came and he was with us. But then he also found another lane. And he kept running in it. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same thing about Court. Like, like he going to be all right no matter what. Yeah. I appreciate, that, bro. yeah. I appreciate that. But
2: no I appreciate that. If no limits of university, I've just been at the junior college. <laughs>
1: yeah, <I've been> <laughs> Court, <laughs> to be honest with yeah. you, like, a lot of people see you and they expect you to change their lives. Mm-hmm. And they don't even understand what you have to go through right. to do with you. Same thing with me. Like, mm-hmm. you can't change everybody's life. Right. Right. You know, you're not God. I think that's what God showed us. We've been through life like a seesaw, mm-hmm. up and down, because God, like, oh, you think you're God? You're going to help all these people? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's put you through something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right You see what I'm saying Let's yeah, put you yeah. do something They see say whatever. God has a sense of humor He do yeah. It's a sick one sometimes yeah.
0: <laughs> No real talk It's funny because I always have said that about you Because I You know People I always say P is just a man He's not yeah. God yeah. You know, They expect yeah. you to wave your hand yeah. And
1: everything is, is yeah. just fixed And everything All things happen Man i am be honest with you I don't want it easy Yeah Yeah. Because If you get it easy You're never gonna hold on to it Mm-hmm so mm-hmm. if if you get it the right way, you can hold on to it forever. Right, right. So that's that's the path I'm on and, yeah. and I'm not in a rush. Yeah. Uh even with this product, you know, if it take me five or ten years to yeah. take this to the level need to go, then that that's the plan. Let's talk about the product real quick.
0: I yeah. mean so I mean with the you got pancake mix, you got we know the noodles, the noodles yeah, all it what made you like with the fish fry and all of yeah. that, like what made you say, you know what, I'm going to do ice cream. Well, it makes, it makes sense for ice cream. Okay. But with the fish fry and
1: the pancake and all that. Well, you know, uh, my grandmother been cooking for the family her whole life. And when she passed, I'm like, you know what, I got to go back and grab some of uh, Big Mama recipes and let this live on forever. So mm-hmm. it's not about me. Like I say, you have a passion and a love for something. So we from New Orleans, from Louisiana. People love to cook. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my grandmother always had those recipes that brought people together mm-hmm. and not not only just in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. People come to my grandmother's house just for that love that she she made sure you you're going to eat. She's like, you know what? I might not have no money, right. but I got food. You come over here, we're going to fix you a nice plate. Mm-hmm. And and my product is about the more we make, the more we give. So we, it's, we all about helping the next generation for education and also the elderly. Mm-hmm. So, though, those things that dear to my heart, and, and I just constantly just keep coming up with product mm-hmm. that I know that I have like recipes from my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So, though I mean, if you look at the Uncle P pancakes, when you look at Auntie Mama and Uncle Ben with the rice, that was pure mockeries, yeah, of our right, culture, right, right. And they made billions of dollars off of us. So, you now when people ask me what P, you know, why you put your face, on? I'm saying because. I am a real person. Mm -hmm. Like I created this brand. Why not? If we spent billions of dollars with Auntie mama, somebody that exactly. Yeah. That didn't own that brand. Right. So why not want to see somebody that looked like us Mm -hmm. and is a real person Mm -hmm. and you know who that person is and that person is giving back to the community. Why not represent that? Mm hmm.
0: How how instrumental and inspirational was the whole Reginald Lewis thing?
1: How how big of a part? Did that I mean, play? Reginald Lewis was so important because he created wealth in the nineteen sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. and he did it through the grocery stores. And his model was why should white guys have all the fun? Mm-hmm. And what what he was saying was to to get out of that. Negativity, the stereotype of being poor, and and building wealth, mm-hmm. and and he did it. Mm-hmm. He did it in a in a in grocery store business, and this guy uh, was educated. Mm-hmm. He opened the doors for so many other people. Uh, right now, uh, he left a legacy here to where it's all about educating the next generation, and that's what's so inf- influential to me. Knowing that this guy could do this in the '60s and '70s. I need to be on my game. We need to be keeping this train going, mm-hmm. and so that's that's what this about for me is keeping that legacy going and 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 being Muhammad Ali yeah. in the in the product and food business. Can we expect to see a chain of Master P uh, grocery stores? Well, you know what? I'm really not. It's, it's hard to to do the grocery stores mm-hmm. right now. I mean, just to be able to diversify and get inside the stores and put product on these shelves and to help other business small business owners that create product get their product put on shelves i mean that's that's the most important thing for me because it's not just about me right uh
0: which which, what you have with the master p
1: reviews yes with the master yeah with the master p reviews we always shining light on small business products Mm. because we want to build economic empowerment Mm. and the way we do that is put other minorities on, Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's the way we get rid of the poverty and crime. Mm -hmm. We can't just stand in the streets and protest. We need to put money back into our communities and our cultures. And the only way we're going to do that is by putting other small business on, Mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs on. Right. right. Yeah. So how excited are you about
0: your son going to TSU?
1: Yeah. You know, I I mean, I'm excited. Tennessee state uh, is, it's a game changer. Yeah. Uh. We talk about HBCUs, and now when you, when you talk about HBCUs, he, he's at the forefront. You're going to know Hersey Miller, mm-hmm. uh, 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 a superstar athlete that turned down a bunch of major colleges like USC, UCLA, Vanderbilt, LSU to go to Tennessee State University, which they got an opportunity to be just as good as any big mm-hmm. program in the country. And so, I mean, Oprah Winfrey went to Tennessee State University. Yeah. You got a lot of great athletes went there. Uh, Anthony Mason, I played with him. Mm-hmm. He went there. Uh, he was a beast. Oh, yeah, he was a beast. I, and that's that's what I'm saying. You know. Uh, R.I.P. Anthony Mason. Yes, R.I.P. Uh, uh, the, the new football coach. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if y'all heard about that. Eddie George is the new football coach okay, at Tennessee okay. State University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, man, it's building a, a familyhood, a brotherhood.
0: And I just seen a big deal. Didn't uh, either bon, uh, Hersey or yeah. Hersey got, it was a big deal. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. Now, my, my my son, so right now, Hersey got a $2.5 million deal on the table for his name and likeness to be able to to play at a HBCU, which wow. is history. Yeah. Now, the thing is that, that rule don't go through until I think July or August or something like that they are working on it so in some states they already passed it but hopefully if they pass that that ruling wow. then then he'll be the highest paid college basketball player ever wow. I got so I got a question for you cuz I'm a, yeah.
2: I, we talk all the time but I'm a big sports guy and I and I you know I've been watching your sons and everything else Yeah how, how do you feel about how the NCAA has been getting away with not paying people?
1: Oh, I mean, it's it's crazy because when I played college basketball, we only got $400 a month, and, and that's what millions. they get till this day, and they make millions off, off of these athletes. Mm-hmm. And so now with the with the rule, some colleges are trying to get 75% of the kids' money, mm. and I don't think the system is going to allow that. That makes no sense. Right. So
2: I w- I would argue like during March Madness that's yeah. as big as NBA oh, yeah. playoffs. Oh, it is, and you it got is. kids basically unpaid. Yeah, and crazy. like a whole con- like so
1: a- imagine all the jerseys they've been selling. Right. Yeah, that's like sweatshop
2: type stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Jordan got a North Carolina jersey that might be one of the most popular jerseys ever yes. sold. So think about it. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So. That's but that's 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 history though. For, yeah, Percy to secure that.
2: Yes,
1: yeah. So he's the first. He's the first. Yeah. I mean, now they talk about him in the books, not just HBCUs, yeah. but the, the NCAA. Right now, they meeting mm-hmm. talking about him mm-hmm. because it's unheard. But the thing about it, a lot of athletes won't get a deal that massive. The only one to probably get it is, you know, my kids, LeBron kids, because of the parents, what they've done. So that's just not on Hersey. Mm-hmm. That what, what, what these companies want to do is they want to combine with families. They know that we have already paid the dues, mm-hmm. and so we have already been successful, and now they want to link and get in early with these kids before they blow up. Mm-hmm. And I think, but that comes from LeBron doing what he's done okay, and me doing what I've done, mm-hmm. you know, in my business. Mm-hmm. And I think, but... Every kid is not gonna be offered a massive deal like that. Right, right, right. So, like, that's the thing that that the NCA is looking at now because they're not. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. So, I
0: mean, fast forward to now, I mean, two thousand twenty-one. You know yeah. what I mean? So, we know you have the product. Yeah. Uh, do you have any plans to get back into entertainment? entertainment anymore? Movies anymore? Yeah, my that
1: you my thing, with? my 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 thing is right now. I'm gonna focus on a product, and you know, uh, entertainment is my life. So. Uh, I'm working on my movie, King of the South Ice Cream Man. And then I'm always, you know, dibbling and dabbling into the, to the movie side of this. Mm-hmm. But as far as any artist right now, I'm, if I do something, it's going to be with some younger kids. Mm-hmm. Like I I want to deal with... Uh, just the younger kids. Yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah, the younger kids.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> when they can't get you, they come to me. Yeah, I'm tired of talking to them, telling them. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> now I got love for everybody, man. Yeah. But my thing is, is the next generation, yeah. and I really want to deal with the younger, the younger mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. You know? Who your, who your favorite right now? Who, who would be your top five right now that you dig? What artists? Artists. It gotta be. Uh, Lil baby, dub baby, money bag yo, <laughs> uh, NBA young boy, yeah, and in uh, Dirk, Dirk, okay, yeah. okay, that's a solid list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, I mean, I, I just, I just, I just in 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 Polo G. Yeah, Polo I can't, G, I can't forget too. Polo G. Yeah, yeah, I, that, that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, what you think about Moray? Yeah, I, I like, I like, I like all of them, but I just something about this list I just gave you. These yeah. guys just stick out to me. Yeah, as far as so what I know. like. Yeah, 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 that's a solid list. Yeah, a solid list. Yeah. Well,
0: shit, man, on this show, bro, I bring everybody on here, man. Yeah, to I wanted to create this platform to normalize giving people their flowers yeah. while they're here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause oftentimes, man, too many times you see with DMX and Nipsey like we talked about previous, yeah. everybody wanna celebrate everybody yeah. once they're gone. You know what I'm saying? You
1: can't do nothing for nobody when they're
0: nah, gone. Nah.
1: So so
0: I wanna give you your flowers yeah. while you're here. I mean, yeah. we friends, we've been friends a long yeah. time, but yeah. you know, I just wanna tell you, I appreciate you, yeah. you know, um, you've taken me under your wing, like family, like a little brother. You yeah. know, I'm only child. So you and yeah. Yeah. been the brothers, yeah. had. um, you know, but we appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? The hip yeah. hop community, yeah. the culture appreciate yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Keep being great, bro. Keep oh, yeah. doing what you're doing. Yeah, you know sir. What
1: I mean? And keep yeah, sir. being a beacon of, of light for yeah. all of us watching yeah. and studying. Nah, you no, know man, it's, it's a blessing to be honest with you. Like I said, uh, uh, When you work hard and you do the right thing, God will continue blessing you. Real talk. Yes, sir. Yeah. I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. So that's Master P on the Holding Court Podcast, man. Yes, sir. Salute. Legend. Yeah.